you're listening to Little Girl Dreams, a podcast by Chelsea Reed. Join me to talk about the disability and the support from family, friends and the rehabilitation team. Hi, my name is Chelsea Reed, and today's episode is about my first day of my stroke. And today I am with my mum, Rebecca Ball, and my partner, Hayden. So, can you please introduce yourself, mum? Yes, hi, my name is Rebecca. Um, I'm here to support Chelsea's podcast and answer any questions that she may have from those early days. Thank you. And Hayden? <laughs> Hello, I'm Hayden. I'm Chelsea's um, boyfriend. <laughs> ugly pipes together for a living. <laughs> so, I've had a little script prepared. Hi, my name's Chelsea Reed. I'm a 25-year-old Northern New South Wales girl who likes camping, photography, art, and watching trashy TV. I had a stroke two years ago, and I have problems speaking, writing, and reading, but I'm okay. I grew up in Port Macquarie, and I moved to the southern Gold Coast when I was 18. I worked at a clothing shop, and then I moved to real estate when I was 21. My memory isn't affected from my stroke, but I've got aphasia. Aphasia is a language difficulty because of damage to the brain. My aphasia affects my speaking and writing, but some people who have, a, uh, who have aphasia have troubles reading, listening, and understanding. I also have problems with my right side of my body, including my arm, my leg, and my hand. I was in hospital for three months just working on my rehab and I'm still going to rehab to physio, OT and speech therapy every day. So why are you doing the podcast? I want to inspire other people who are living with a disability through my podcast and highlight the importance of having a strong network of family, friends, and the rehab team. When I had my stroke, my family and friends were looking for resources about young stroke survivors, but couldn't find any resource or information. Yeah. Well, for me, kind of you went back to a young child, <laughs> your behaviour. A naughty one. A naughty young child. <laughs> Wouldn't do what you were told. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, I have a little um, mind map about the first day of my stroke. Me and Hayden um, house-sitting at Burley, and we woke up in the morning... And you went to the kitchen cleaning up the dishes and I stayed at home. I stayed at bed, in the bed. Um, but what, like, what do you recall? Um, coming back into the room and you were just looking at me funny with a weird look on your face and I asked you, you were right? And you just didn't respond. And I asked you three or four times, are you okay? 
and you just said nothing. And I said, are you right? You're right. And you said nothing. And when I got you a glass of water and when you went to have a sip of the water, it just fell out, like dribbled out the side of your mouth. Oh, really? And I then, didn't even know this. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure you're right? And you just couldn't respond to me. And I was like, do you, what is going on? Just respond to me. And you said nothing. I tried to get you up. And when I went to stand you up, your legs weren't working properly. Oh. So um, I got you onto the onto the lounge and you just still just couldn't you were trying to say something to me but just nothing was coming out i remember you called someone who was mel mel my friend and said what and i said this is what's happening with chelsea is this something that's happened before because i thought it might have been an anxiety attack or something that's generic and it's happened before and mel's like no i don't think yeah Something and more serious. why did you call the ambulance? Because you were pretty much unresponsive. Yeah, right. Okay. Did she try and speak and slur her words or she, she wasn't was trying, speaking? She was just trying to say, say something. But I think every time she went to speak and nothing was coming out, it was making her more shocked at the situation. Yeah. And confused. And Do just... you recall that? No. I, re- don't, I remember the ambulance mm. arriving and nothing else. Okay. I remember actually, like, bits and pieces. I remember I went to the hospital with Hayden and your partner, Chris, Chris yeah. come over, come up to the hospital. But it's just, again, it's just, like, bits and pieces. I can't remember that. Mm. Like, um, Did you see me having a stroke or did you see like the only thing i could see was that you couldn't speak or you were confused in speaking mm. and you couldn't like your body wasn't really working properly you couldn't stand up you couldn't drink water yeah was her face sl- um droopy mm. at that stage no not at that stage yeah. and even i remember you were saying to the, the paramedics the paramedics didn't know about I had a stroke. No, they were, they I think they were confused as well of what was going on. Because. Because I think you were respond like responding in certain ways that didn't really lead to having a stroke almost. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And my memories, um, getting the phone call. And was it Lachlan? Did you then ring Lachlan? Lockie's my brother. Lachlan is, yeah, my son Chelsea's brother. Uh, I Because I just want to make it clear, the reason I didn't rush and meet the ambulance was I was in hospital at Tweed at that exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. And they wouldn't let me go, so I begged Chris to just get in the car and go because I wanted someone there with Hayden to be able to give me on the spot feedback and information Mm. but at that stage it was relayed to me that it could just be a panic attack um then the next message that came through was at the most serious or severe chris called you or chris was giving me updates that it um i remember he rang and said hi baby don't panic but it looks like chelsea's had a mini stroke um, what is the difference between a mini stroke and the stroke? Like, that's what's the difference? Like, well, a mini stroke, again, is something I've sort of learned about only since your stroke. Yeah, I believe it's called a TIA. 
Oh, yeah, okay, I heard of that. And it is a stroke that gives you all the symptoms of having a stroke, but it's only mild, and after a week or two, all symptoms revert back to normal. Oh. So you don't have the droopy face permanently or a disability permanently. Yeah, right. Um, that's, I may be wrong, but that's my understanding of what a, it's, yeah. the T stands for transient, which yeah. means it comes and goes. Yeah. That's interesting. So at that stage I was panicked thinking that was really bad. <laughs> um, even a mini stroke. Then the next phone call I got was the specialist um, asking for consent. I was going to ask um, you, did you consent to me? Because I don't remember consenting. This is like, yeah, here you go, here's a surgery like no so i remember i was up there and they were asking me they asked you and then uh, they uh, asked, asked, asked me and i was like chelsea's stepdad's gonna be here in the next 15 minutes yeah. so i'm not waiting until he gets up here because yeah. i'm not gonna say yes or no to something like that yeah and then chris wouldn't either because at that stage i think both of you realized that this was quite serious yeah and, yeah and i was told that it was going to be a case of life and death y- yeah and um yeah okay. so so back to the ambulance so i got in the ambulance with you and still nothing about the um the stroke yeah at I, that stage I, 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 I still don't i think they might have yeah it's maybe minor symptoms of having a stroke but yeah. I, I don't think they realized how severe it was yeah Cause I, I, even when you're up in the hospital because they first when we first got there they were saying maybe a minor stroke yeah and then within half an hour it went from having a minor stroke to Major. serious to getting mm-hmm. rushed in but what's surgery. the like how do you find out do you have a mri or um i wasn't there but i believe it was something you, to do with the brain scan yeah you first yeah. got in there they started doing tests and you've probably seen three or four different doctors until you've seen the specialist the top yeah specialist, and the top yeah. specialist as soon as he's seen you within five minutes you were going to get scanned yeah right okay yeah i I, yeah okay i think in the beginning and correct me if i'm wrong hayden because you were there i wasn't um i think they were very confused what was going on because of your age and yeah and how healthy you are and but do you remember when we got to the hospital i said to you numerous times hayden get food get food yeah cause because at, i thought at, I had... at the start you like you were fine yeah but so, i thought so you I, I think when you first had the stroke when it first happened yeah. at john's house the house from um how, how sitting, yeah it was severe yeah and then you kind of come out of it and in the oh. a, a, in the ambulance and at the hospital you're kind of back to normal yeah and you were just m- missing, um, messing up a few words. Yeah. And then it kind of, once they did a few tests, you kind of started slipping again. Yeah, right. Because I still didn't know how I had a stroke because I thought, I said to you, Hayden, get food because I thought I am like sick, quotation sick, because I haven't had food mm. for like a day. Ah, oh, you were saying, okay, because Chris thought you were worried about Hayden and now telling Hayden to go and get No, food. I was just like, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what ha- what um what type of stroke did I have? Because every even yesterday, the speech lady is just like, what ha- what um stroke do you have? And it's just like, um, is it? It's not an ischemic. Ischemic. No, it's they, not. It is. They actually put it down on paper as ischemic. Oh. Because um, again, there's different types of strokes, and uh, one of them is. Uh, let me get this right because I actually read something yesterday. Aneuris- like an aneurysm type stroke. An aneurysm? A- yeah, like a bleed on the brain. That wasn't yours. Um, so they put it as ischemic, but it wasn't a blood clot in the brain. It was actually what's known as a vasospasm. Yes, I heard, I've heard that. A vasospasm. But I get really confused because like ischemic and like... I have no idea. Do you remember when I had an OT assessment uh, and Chris is like, are you okay? You're, I'm fine. I'm going to leave you to like chat with the OT. And she's like, yep, I'm fine. And I said to the ladies, it's like, so I had a um, hemorrhoid. It's just like, what? <laughs> and then Chris like, wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> the good thing is that you can all laugh about it now. yeah yeah we've come that far that it is something we can laugh about now but it certainly wasn't that case in the beginning. but you guys were like my family and close friends is so um not cautious but like so scared I'm so scared and I was like happy like it's just like happy as Larry like yeah, I know, but I think because you didn't realise at that stage the impact. I know, of, um, I know. You know, because we were still in, in what's the word, um, un, what's the word, un something territory? Uncharted. Uncharted territory. Yeah. Um, because it was like we've got to get through the first forty-eight hours to know if you're going to survive and if the brain's yeah. going to continue to swell. Um, then when we got through that 48 hours, we were rejoicing, thinking it was all going sweet. Yeah. And then we were told, no, we've now got to wait three months to make sure that you don't have another stroke. Yeah. So there was all these milestones that we had to keep getting over. Yeah. So the, is it the, spe- the specialist in the neurospecialist? What do you mean? The first day. That told us all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they fly a team down from Brisbane? I think the a few doctors come from Brisbane yeah, that afternoon. That afternoon, they wanted to get the top specialists on it um, to make sure that you had the best possible outcome. And um, then, um, didn't you say I had a ninety percent chance of not surviving? Not surviving. Yeah. What they said that night when you had your first surgery, which may I say too was unsuccessful because of the vasospasm. And what surgery is it? Because uh, angiogram, where they went through your groin yeah. up into your brain. They, what they have is like a chemical, I believe, that they can inject that opens the artery or vein up that's having the vasospasm. Yeah. Um, in clot strokes it breaks that clot down yeah um in your case they were hoping that it would open up the vein or artery yeah um but because it was clamping down they pushed the camera or whatever it is through Mm -hmm. um the microscopic obviously 
and they realised they were doing more damage than good. Oh, yeah, because you started to go into distress. I remember. I was awake. Yeah, right. I was awake. I think yeah, you told me this. Yeah, and I like come to her senses and it's like, wait a second, what is happening? Like, I'm in surgery for what? Mm. And I was just like panicked and all the nurses like, settle down, settle down, settle down. And then I just blacked out again. Yeah. And it's just like, what is happening? Again, yeah. I still don't know about my stroke. Like, mm. well, You do, but you don't remember it. So yeah. You know what happened now. Yeah. 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 So I had an operation is it an operation? It was surgery, yes. A surgery. Yeah. And then I come back to the room, the IC, ICU, ICU yeah. and was I awake? Well, at this stage, um, I was released from hospital and when my brother took me up to the Gold Coast University Hospital. Yeah. And we had family come in from everywhere yeah because i remember you and dad and Lockie, Lockie and my dad lives at newcastle so it's just like oh hey like what are you doing like <laughs> yeah and my parents live in crescent head and they yeah. came up yeah my brother who lives in crescent head came up and yeah josh and jess who live in ballina they were there yeah and then i think georgia your girlfriend and yeah brad were there yeah um but yeah so we were all just waiting and waiting and waiting in reception which we thought would only be for a short period of time it was hours and hours and hours and we didn't get in to talk to anyone no one had given us any updates yeah um i think it was like nine o'clock that night okay yeah yeah and i remember what well, i remember but you said you said like a year ago something about my like giving consent to open my brain and like yeah we were taken into a room to be given the update after your surgery by the people that performed the surgery um they also had counselors come in at that stage we knew that things were pretty oh. serious um you know a lady come and sat and held my hand and I just started to really freak out because I knew we were about to get some really bad news. And they just said um, how the procedure went and explained it because it obviously something we've never been through before and didn't understand. And they had a whiteboard and were drawing diagrams and explaining what your stroke was and how they performed the angiogram and how it was unsuccessful. Um, but then... The next thing they said was that the next 48 hours were crucial because the chances of your brain continuing to swell was very high. Yeah, swelling. And if that happened, they would have to cut this, your skull, top of your skull off to allow oh the God. swelling to continue and put you on life support. So, yeah, that was, that was uh, where we had to leave you that night and it wasn't a nice time at all. I remember yeah, you got that update too mm. and you weren't in a real good way. Is that when you went to Joshy's place? Oh, I was at home with myself and Joshy, your mate, come over. Yeah. But again, it's the family and friends is like worse than me. Like, 
Well, it's always the case. Exactly. It's just like, I was pretty fine, but like, you guys are like, I don't think the family gives enough um, support and like praise because, yeah. Does the doesn't get enough praise and support? I think you exactly. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You said yeah. David doesn't give enough. Praise. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. But, yeah. 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 But it's all good. I'm just like reminiscing of the first day. Um. And one thing, just before you finish, I do want to point out is that. So many people live with disability every day of their life that you can't see. Exactly. Uh, and for you, example, like people say, I saw Chelsea, she looks amazing, she's all better again. Oh, and yeah. they don't see, which you'll talk about in future episodes, yeah. the daily impact it does have on your life. Yeah, yeah. And every time, every person is just like, hey, how are you going? It's like, yeah, good, how are you? It's just like, yeah, good. You look fine. It's just like, oh, my God, no, like... Thank you, but actually, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, guys, for coming. Thanks for having no us. No worries. And I'll see you next time. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Bye.